Blog Talk Radio. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Relationship Wednesdays. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. And we're here tonight to talk about our favorite topic, relationships. And we really want to help you thrive in all of your relationships, quite honestly. And one of the biggest, one of the passions I have about working with relationships is that it's the one thing that everybody has. We all have some types of relationships, whether they're family, intimate, um, friendships, work relationships, children. We all have relationships, and they're at the key of all of the interactions that we do. If you're the boss, you have employees. If you're a worker, you have a boss. If you're a mom, you have kids. If you're a kid, you have parents. Um, if you're um, a spouse, you have a partner. If you're if you're just buddies, you have friends. And everybody needs to work on the way that we relate to one another and the way that we define ourselves and others in relationships so we can be successful in those relationships. And so we've talked about lots of topics um, this year, and I know we're fi- finishing up the last quarter of the year, and the topics we're going to be talking about October, November, December are going to be so fantastic that you don't you don't want to miss you don't want to miss a Wednesday. Absolutely, we are excited about here. You don't want to miss a Wednesday, and we're also working on ways for you all to see us visually too, um, so that you can take a look at who we are and what we do and how we how we manage to deal with relationships. But today's topic is emotional blackmail. Um, it's not a new topic to our show. We've talked about it maybe a couple years ago, but I want to bring it back to the forefront because I feel like emotional blackmail is really becoming an epidemic in relationships, especially close relationships where we find that emotional blackmail is the most prevalent. And there's a way where people don't know how to compromise anymore. So instead of compromising, folks are threatening one another. Absolutely. I think it's a lot of it, you know, the winning, you know, it's not the compromise. Let's find a win-win solution for a mm-hmm. relationship. It's, I want to win regardless of, of what, what happens, happens to, to you. you. So it's like, you know, or how you me, feel or how you feel in it. So or what I have to do to get what, or I, what I have to do. So it becomes a challenge. And I think this is something, a great topic to talk about right now. Correct. Sure. And we have all that one, at one time or another, whether you want to admit it or not, blackmail somebody emotionally. And I think almost everybody, emotionally, emo, right, emotionally, not, I mean, not, you know, emotionally. Right, right. And I think we've all also been blackmailed emotionally and have just had to decide, hey, do I give in to what they're wanting because they're threatening me or do I not? Yep. Now, I know recently some people, there was on Facebook a young lady that had posted a picture of herself with her boyfriend who had a gun to her head. And a few mm. hours later, they found the young lady dead. And one of the things that her cousin said when she was interviewed is that I had just spent time with my cousin, and I told her I didn't want her to be around this guy, that she should leave and probably come home with me. I felt like he was emotionally abusive is one of the words that the cousin used. And one of the biggest things that happens in abusive relationships is this use of emotional blackmail. 
so that you don't have to lay hands on somebody. You can just squeeze out of them what you want by putting a threat in place. So, Darren, why don't you talk to us a little bit about the definition of emotional blackmail? Sure. This is a definition we got from goyourownway.org about emotional blackmail. And what is emotional blackmail? Emotional blackmail is a powerful form of manipulation in which people close to us threaten either directly or indirectly to punish us if we don't do what they want. Okay, let, let's read that again. I'm going to, because Darren and I read a little bit differently. Let me kind of slow this down for you. Emotional blackmail is a powerful form of manipulation, okay? That's the first part of that definition. I want you guys to hear that. So that emotional blackmail is about manipulating the situation. And that's part one. Part two is that uh, there, there's a person that's close to us, and they threaten us either directly or indirectly to punish us if we don't do what they want. So I just want to sit with that for a hot second, that we're talking about a powerful form of manipulation where a person that's close to you, your lover, your mother, your brother, your relative, a very, very close friend, somebody you've been dorming with maybe in the in the room for four years, I was going to say five years at college, you know, but four years at college. Right. They threaten you directly or indirectly, and then they, they threaten to punish you if they don't get what you they want. So if you don't do this, then I'll do that, right? So in ways that we see that is when people say, if you don't stay with me, I'll kill myself, mm. okay? Other ways that you, that you see this is uh, when people say something like, you always knew you didn't love me. Let's break up anyway, right? So then they say, if I don't get what I want, it means you don't love me. So let me, the blackmail piece is, so since you're not going to give me what I want, I'm walking out of the relationship, okay? So there's just some examples of a powerful form of manipulation. So the power piece comes in when people have leverage to squeeze out of you what they want. Number two, the person is close to you, and then they, they offer a threat, either directly or indirectly, that results in punishment if they don't get what they want. And the definition goes on to say that at the heart of any kind of blackmail is one basic threat, one basic theme, one basic thread that runs across it all, which can be expressed in many different ways, but it boils down to, if you don't behave the way I want you to, you're going to suffer. Wow. That's deep. Because it, the way they're gonna, you're going to suffer, I'm going to again indirectly or directly. I mean, I'm going to, I could hurt myself to make you suffer. I could uh, withdraw my love from you. Withdraw my love from you. Not do what you asked me to do. Let me tell you how kids do this one. If you don't do what I want, I'm not going to do my chores. That, you know what, Mama? I always knew you loved Cindy more than me. That's why I'm not going to come to the family dinner. Mm. And this emotional blackmail. Why am I bringing it up? Why are we talking about it in October? Because we've got Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's coming up, all the family holidays where all the family's going to be back together, the crew's back. Oh, I can't wait to see Aunt Becky, Cousin Buki, all my the people that I love. And inevitably there's going to be some blackmail there, even to get you home. Mom, I can't come home unless you pay my way. If you don't pay my way, then you really don't want to see me. Okay, that's blackmail. That's emotional blackmail. Now, let me say this. So the, like, in some ways, this all seems normal. Like, Mom, I can't come home if you don't, pay, if you don't buy it. I, I really want to come, but I, don't, but I don't have the money, right? So it may, you, I think if you stop it there, that's not emotional blackmail. You're just stating the facts. Right? You're not trying to make that person feel bad or make that person soft. Feel shame, right. feel guilt, feel responsible for. Right. 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 Once you add the next line to that, talking about, 
then you really don't really want to see me or you really don't love me, okay, now you're pulling on my emotional strings, Mm -hmm. okay? Now that turns into that emotional blackmailer. And an emotional blackmailer, they hit, so like, for example, you always see the the TV show where somebody kidnaps somebody's, um, so somebody kidnaps somebody's kids, if you don't give me the kid back, I'm going to kill, if you don't give me the money, I'm going to kill your kid. If you don't give me the money, then I'm going to tell people that you had an affair. If you don't give me the money, then I'm going to tell them that, you know, whatever little dirty secrets you have. Right, right, right. If you don't give me the money to to to, to fix my car, then that that selfie, sexy selfie we took is going to be exposed. Right. Oh, you said you didn't like me anymore, so it, it, just because you don't care about me, I'm going to blackmail you by exposing that picture, right? And so that makes people um, angry and hurt. So they may or may not do what they want, but an emotional blackmailer hits a little close to home. Because they know how much, or they think they know how much you you value that relationship with them, so then they threaten the very ability to have the relationship. Okay. They threaten the relationship in and of itself, and that's what makes it so powerful. So they know you want their love, they know you want your their approval, so they threaten to withhold it or take it away altogether, or make you feel like you have to earn it back. So what's an example of this? An example of this is that we all do on a small level. If you have a close friend and you invite them out one time, two times, three times, four times, five times, and they say no, you eventually do what, Darren? I forget about it. Right. Obviously, they don't want to go out you with me. You stop inviting them out. That's a very small piece of emotional blackmail. So since you won't come to the things I want you to come to, I'm going to stop offering to let you come. Right? Would you consider that, you consider that, you consider that blackmail? Well, you know, yeah. I'm not saying it's it's the it's so emotional blackmail runs a spectrum from okay. the very small to the very big. What's another spectrum? I used to have this um, relative that I used to love to hang out with, but the only way they hang out is if I pay for the movie. Okay. Or sure. if I pay for the dinner. You come come to my house. Come, come to pick I me up. Come pick me up. Come pay for the food. Do only- so, but if you don't do that, then you didn't care about me anyway, right? Because if we family, then what's the big deal with you paying for it? And you can have friends like that. We, we can only hang out if you do what I want to do. Right. So that's just another form of emotional blackmail. Some very ones run into, again, as we talked about, um, I, if you don't do what I ask you to do, then maybe we should just get a divorce, right? So it may not go to kill myself. It may go to then maybe we should just get a divorce. And the relationship. Or, you know what, I never did like your mother. If you keep hanging out with your mother and she's going to be negative to our family, then maybe I should just take the kids and go. Emotional blackmail. Emotional blackmail, right? Okay. So these are just things to, to think about. And here's something to think about. If you get locked in a dance with, with emotional blackmail, um, there's a there's a chance that you could never have the chance to define the relationship that you actually want to have. And that's why I wanted to talk about emotional blackmail tonight, because I feel like so many people are letting somebody who's manipulative, um, distorted, dysfunctional, define or co-define relationships. And I don't let sick people co-define relationships with me, even when I love them. But the emotional blackmail piece is, figuring out that that's actually happening. So that's why we gave you those three basic things. It's a powerful form of manipulation. They've got leverage, in other words. They're close to you, so they use the fact that you want the relationship, that you want to be in a relationship with them to threaten you. So basically, if you don't do what I want you to do, then you're going to suffer or you can't have me in your life anymore, right? So they push those types of things. 
Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going, Doc. So a couple things. One, never comply with the emotional blackmailer. Okay. If you do, then you're, you're giving them some secondary gain. So if we comply, that rewards the blackmailer, and then every time we reward somebody for something, then they're going to keep doing the action. It becomes so cyclical, right? Yeah. So I know that this works for you. This what mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to do it, continue to do it again, do it again. Anytime I find a situation where I, I'm not getting what I want, I'm going to do the emotional blackmail because I know it works, Right. okay? And if you're not aware that it's happening to you, Okay, you can have it continue to happen to you because you don't know how to. You unfortunately even know it's happening, mm-hmm. so you don't even know to stop it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it really takes a focus to realize, hey, I am being emotionally blackmailed. I need to stop this, or this will continue in this relationship. Here's the other thing that that happens. Sometimes you know you know that someone's trying to manipulate you, and you do it anyway because you want the relationship. But once that becomes habitual, when you make the change of I'm not going to do it anymore, you run the risk of losing the relationship. And it's, and it's up to you if you think the relationship is worth, um, is worth keeping or not. So let's talk about, let's understand. So emotional blackmail is a transaction. Just like that's why I talked about, you know, the things we see on TV where somebody steals a kid or you do some, someone does something horrible and they say, I'm going to release this information if you don't do what I want. We understand that transaction, right? So now let's talk about the way emotional blackmail works and what they do. So emotional blackmailers do a couple things. Let's start. Let's start at the top down. Okay, sure. Uh, first thing they like to do is they threaten, make things difficult if you don't do what they want. Okay, it's going to make it real hard for you. Can make it hard for you to see the kids. Okay, um, different challenges they're going to put in front of you. Hard for you to get time with them. Okay, and make it real difficult to do the things that you want if you don't mm-hmm. do what they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, Here's another. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. That happens, uh, let me tell you the difference between emotional blackmail and a bully. Emotional blackmail is usually someone close to us, so this is a husband saying that I'm going to take away, I'll make it difficult for you to get what you want, I'll make it difficult for you to see the kids, I'll make it horrible for you to go home and be with your family, I'm going to make it horrible for you to get sex from me, I'm not going to give you sex if you don't do what I want. Maybe at a job, what we call emotional blackmail looks like bullying. If you don't do what I ask you to do, you won't get that promotion. Absolutely. If you don't do what I told you to do, you won't get that right. And I think they can do, from a job standpoint, they can do that by promising you a promotion if you do this thing. Kind of almost keep the concept, keep the carrot out for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna, I'll give you this promotion if you do this. Okay, what well, is not in concrete, it's not written down. It's just something I'm mostly saying that I'm going to do. But I may or may not have the power to do that or the authority to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So but they just kind of keep they carry it out with you know jump mm-hmm. you're gonna be my workhorse and eventually eventually I'm gonna give you what you want but there's no yeah, guarantee but they of that. won't so a couple next things constantly threaten to end the relationship if you don't give in so these are things that blackmailers do they threaten to make things difficult if you don't do what they want constantly threaten to end the relationship if you don't give in they regularly uh, ignore or discount your feelings or what you want. Big one, big one, discounting what you think is important because they think it's important. So I'll give you an example. This is really big with adult children, of, of uh, adult children, right? Mm-hmm. You know, let's say parents get divorced and uh, it's, it's a holiday coming up and you say, hey, I'm going to spend it with my dad. And then your mother says, it'll give me a heart attack if you spend it with your dad. You know what he did to me? You know how he treated me before he left? But you can go spend it with your dad if you want to. But if you do that, now here's a big one I've been hearing a lot lately from people, I'll take you out of the will. Really? I'll take away the money. You know what? You are going to have that coming. You're not going to have that coming anymore. Your sister's a better person than you are. 
she does what I ask her to do, and I'm not asking you to do anything wrong. For the, you know, just love me. Just love me how I'm asking you to be loved. Happens a lot, you know. So noticing that emotional blackmail and what it sounds like. They tell you or imply that they will neglect, hurt themselves, or become depressed if you don't do what they want. This is a big one. I don't know what I'm going to do if you're not here. I don't know what I'm going to do. I just I don't know what I'm going to do if you're not here. Right. I need you to I need you to survive. You know. Right. I'm not no one's be able to take me to the to the store. I don't know how I'm going to eat. I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to pay my rent. You know, everything that I have, my livelihood is based on you and what you do for me. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, they tell you or they impl- okay, so they shower you with their approval when you give in to them and they take it away when you don't. So that's another good one. They shower you with approval and then they take it away if you don't give them what they want, right? Um, they use money as a weapon to get their own way. That's another good one. Using money as a weapon to get their own way. Let's go back. Go ahead. Yeah, I, think, I want to go back to that one right before that about they shower you with approval, okay, when you give them what they want. So, you know, they don't have any positive things to say about you, um, confirmations of you, um, showing you appreciation, unless you do what they want. So they withhold it. See, that's not what they're saying. That's not what they're saying. Okay. They're saying you get extra love and affection when you do what they want. They may love you all the time, but you get the special kudos when you do exactly what they want. And that can be seen in, in both ways. I, 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 I take it and take it all the way. I'm not going to give that to you, okay, if you don't do what I want. Mm-hmm. Okay, you may take some positive actions, but I'm not going to encourage you. I'm not going to pat you on the back unless you do do what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then use money as a weapon to get their own way. That's another big one that we just talked about. So let's let's recap these. Threaten to make things difficult if you don't do what they want. Constantly threaten to end the relationship if you don't give in. Regularly ignore or discount your feelings and wants. Tell you or imply that they will neglect, hurt themselves, or become depressed if you don't do what they want. Shower you with approval when you give them, when you give in to them, which is actually, that's Darren was right. I think I misread that. Give in to them and take it away when you don't. Mm-hmm. And then use money as a weapon to get what they want. All right. So then components of emotional blackmail. Um, it doesn't really matter what the issues are. The issues could be different between person to person, but the tactics and actions are about the same, and they're clearly recognizable. They demand something. Okay, so a demand is someone wants something from you. Pick me up. I want you to do this. I want you to ignore that person. I want you to take me here. I want you to buy me that. Yep, take me on vacation. Buy me this set of, buy me this jewelry. Buy me this golf club. Whatever the case may be. Mhm. The next step is resistance. The other does not feel comfortable with the demand. Then there's pressure, and that's used to make the resistant one give in. So hey, Bobby, if you don't do this, you know I'm going to kill myself. The threat to turn up the pressure the compliance on the part of the resistant one, and then the repetition that the pattern occurs in at least other situations just with a different name, right? Mm -hmm. So let's go back over it. There's a demand in emotional blackmail. Somebody wants something. I want want you to come and see me for Thanksgiving. There's resistance. A mom, I I don't think I can really come. I promised dad that I would come over there. I don't have vacation time. I've got to work. I already have other plans. Things of that nature. I'm already going somewhere else. I got a ski trip already planned. I don't celebrate it anymore. I don't celebrate that anymore. You know, whatever. Um, then the pressure. Oh, you're you're not gonna come. I, I don't. I'm, you're not gonna come. Then the threat. Well, if you're not gonna come, then maybe I just won't have Thanksgiving at all. Maybe I should. I'm a burden. Maybe I should be dead. I'm a burden. Maybe right. I should be dead. Then the compliance. Mom, I don't want you to do that. You know I love you, Ma. You know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then they do then then they do the pattern somewhere else, right? So let's say it's not mom and child. Let's say it's husband and wife. Babe, 
I let me use your credit card to get this stuff. I know we just paid off all of the bills, but we've got Christmas coming up, and I, we want to buy Johnny, Susie, and Billy Bob, you know, all these gifts. Now, now, I don't think we should do it, babe. Then the pressure. You know what? You always do this to me. You hold money away from me. Is this? Is this? Is this financial? Is this financial abuse? Is that what that is? You know, maybe if you don't give me what I want, I'll tell people that you're not really good to me. Then the husband, okay, let me go ahead and do what you want me to do because if I don't, um, yeah, I just want you to be happy, okay. And then the wife does that that behavior again. Or another form of pressure. You know what? These I I have a need for this. You're not meeting my needs as a man if you don't buy me these things. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, you're putting on my emotional ties. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Right. And here's the here's the tricky slip part. If this happens once or twice, it may not be consistent emotional blackmail, but it's when it becomes a pattern of behavior where it happens in multiple situations that we start we start to see a problem. I agree. I agree with that because it could be a situation where the person um, is really not is really believing this, okay, and it really is a need or it really is that serious, and they need they do need to. Say, so, you know what, this is really serious for me, and it's a big deal for me. If you don't do this, this is going to be a big, big problem in our relationship. Right. Okay. And, oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. because you don't do this all the time, guess what? Now I am alerted that this is not the normal request. It is that big of a deal. And I, maybe I do need to make adjustments. Mm-hmm. But it's not every single time it's like this. And let me say this with emotional blackmail. It may not be every single time. Sometimes it happens. What, generally when the person doesn't get their way. So let's say you give in 50 times, but every 51st time you don't. Mm-hmm. And then again, uh, hey, every time I don't give in, I notice, you know, hey, mom and dad, let me drive the car. If you don't let me drive the car, that means you don't trust me. If you don't trust me, then maybe I should just leave. You know, it was better, it was better at mom and stepdad. It was better at dad's house. I should probably go over there. They don't have as many rules. Then mom and stepdad go, okay, because if we don't want you to leave, being with dad, you know, I don't want you to be over there. Let me then drive the car. You say you, see, you know how the kids get hurt, people get kidnapped. You know how much violence there is on public transportation. You really want me to be out there? You know how dangerous this neighborhood is. Now, what if I never come home? Oh, sucks. Here's the keys. <laughs> now that's either selfish or blackmail, depending on who you are, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you will have to decide if it's happening more and more. Let's let's go over some examples of emotional blackmail. All right, Dan, read us some of the examples. Okay. If I ever see another man look at you, I will kill him. So that's a wife talking to her husband, boyfriend, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, wait a minute. What's going on here? Okay. If you ever stop loving me, I'll kill myself. Mm-hmm. So now all these talking about violence, either, you know, violence toward another person or violence or self-injuring based on that person not doing what they want. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already discussed this with our pastor, therapist, friends, family, whatever, and they agree that you're being unreasonable. Mm-hmm. So now bring other people into the conversation, other people into the relationship. That's a really big one. That's a, I, I see that one a lot in poll, basically. People say they took, basically, they took a poll, and everybody but you knows you're stupid. <laughs> and so, you know, why your mom, you think your mother, you get your mom would lie about that? Your mother would sour me, she's your mother, right? Right. Right? So I've already given uh, Pastor, Sean, Pastor Joe all the information about our relationship from, from my vantage point, and uh, he believes that you're wrong. He believes you are in the wrong, you're going against uh, our moral beliefs and mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. you're doing or not doing. Here's another one. I'm taking this vacation with or without you. Okay. That's a, that's an old, definitely emotional black man. I've, I've heard several couples say that. Mm-hmm. Or guys are going to come to the office, you know, hey, I've got to go on this vacation. I wasn't planning on but my wife or my husband say they're going to go without, with or without me. And guess what? I don't want to 
them one. I don't want them going away. I don't know what's what's going to happen there. They say I may I may find somebody else there while I'm on vacation with that without you if you don't go. Okay, or that starts to build the wedge relationship. You know what? I can spend a whole bunch of time without you. I mean, I really don't need you, or I may not really want, need to be in a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. I like being single better. Mm-hmm. So I don't want that to happen. I better go ahead on some vacation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, your family hates me. This is this is another one. How can you say you love me and still be friends with them? Mm, okay, so putting that pressure on. Make a decision. Mm-hmm. Your family or me? Mm-hmm. Now let me say this: some emotional blackmail. I don't really like people to be blackmailed, but but sometimes ultimatums are needed. So, again, as a partner in this relationship or whatever relationship you're in, you have to ask yourself, is this functional or dysfunctional at this point, right? Because if someone's setting up boundaries for you and they keep doing it in every area, so it might start with the family, but then how long before they go, you know, your friends came over and one of them looked at me funny or he didn't speak, so now I feel like I don't think you – I don't like him. Right. I don't want you hanging out with him. He can't – he, had, he can't come over here anymore. I don't want you going to play basketball with him or whatever case. I don't want you doing dance class with her anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. What did they do? Uh, nothing really, but I just don't like them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing, maybe nothing really concrete that they did. I just get a bad feeling. From them. Absolutely. Okay. And so the next one, you ruined my life, and now you're trying to stop me from spending money to take care of myself. Another form of emotional blackmail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, people use that one. And I think more so what you might gonna hear might what you might hear instead of that one may be something like, Why can't I take care of my nails and my toes? Why can't I get a haircut every week? What's the problem with that? Uh, that's definitely a conversation. I hear a lot of couples talk about that, especially mm-hmm. as as finances get tight, um, people making decisions of where they're gonna spend their money, okay? And you know, it it comes up and you have to be a, there's a give and take, right? Mm-hmm. And some people say, you know what, there's a little bit too much take on your side, not enough on my side. Now, how do we balance this out, okay? But I think what you're talking about there is when it comes into a threat or emotional blackmail, we add on the, you rule my life. You know, I'm not being taken care of now. Mm-hmm. Not I, I'm not getting a one. I'm not being taken care of. Right, so you're not the person you said you were because I'm not really getting taken care of, right? Right. Um, I took the money because you always put yourself first and don't seem to care about my needs. Mm. So a pressure builder, right? Like I didn't, ju- yeah, I took the money, but it's because you put yourself first. So in other words, that implies you already spent a bunch of money on yourself, which is probably spending a couple of dollars on me. This article says there's four types of blackmailers. Um, the punisher, if you go back to work, I'll leave you. Um, they let you know exactly what they want and the consequences you'll face if you don't give it to them. And um, th- this is usually kind of aggressive. If, if you don't, if you don't go, if you go back to work, I'll leave you. If you don't leave weight, I'll di- lose weight. I'll divorce you. I'm moving to Texas. If you don't follow me, then it's over. Um, Mom, if you don't pay for this, then I'll, I'll know finally that you care more about Billy than you cared about me. Grandma, if you if you don't com- come to the wedding, then I'll know that um, you know whatever whatever case may be. Punishes. If you don't do A, then I'm gonna do B. Self-punishers, right? We we meet a lot of people like this. Don't argue with me or I will get sick or depressed. So they kind of turn their, um, like, it's going to be your fault if something happens to me. Every time we talk about this, you know I get sick. I'm going to end up being in the hospital. I'm going to be out, end up having out of work. You talk about what, self-injuring, physically self-injuring, okay? If you don't do this, I'm, I'm going to kill myself, okay? I may, I'm, I'm going to threaten to cut myself, things of that nature, Whatever it is, they're threatening to hurt themselves, and they're pulling on that love 
that love cord that you have for them that you don't want to see them hurt, so they're trying to pressure you to doing what they want you to do. Yep, yep, very good. Um, sufferers, they're the kind of blamers and guilt people who make you figure out what they want and always conclude that it's up to us to ensure that they get it. So maybe this is the person that pouts around the house. They don't really say, um, you know, what they want. They take on the position that if they feel miserable, sick, unhappy, or just plain, you know, not good about their lives, that there's only one solution, and you giving them what they want, um, even if they don't tell you what it is, is the solution to the problem. So they kind of let you know that if you don't do what they want, they'll suffer and it'll be your fault. So let me give you an example of this. Mom, if you go on this trip, what happens if you go on this trip and, like, I, I just, you know, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm okay. Well, well, what's wrong? Nothing. Nothing. You know what? I'm just, don't worry about it. Nothing's wrong at all. Well, what? You know? Right. It's like you have to kind of dig it out of them, do a little detective work to find out what's going on. The next person is a tantalizer. Okay, they put us through a series of tests and hold out a promise of something wonderful, and we'll just give in to uh, doing it there. Right. That could be right. promises of, you know, we're going to go, uh, we are going to go out on a date if you do this for me, if you do that for me. Okay, going to put that out there. Um, talking before about promotions. Okay, you do these series of tasks, you be my, my go-to, my workhorse at work, and I'm going to give you this promotion. Okay, so they put something out there for you, and if you do what they're saying, they're demanding, then there's some kind of uh, starry-eyed reward that's going to be coming your way. Absolutely. So this is the person that's like, you know what, I got something so big for us. I'm not going to tell you what it is right now, but hold on in there because I got a plan for you. You're not going to believe it when you see it. Right. You are my guy. I got right back. You're my girl. You're on a fast track. You are going to be on a fast track. I don't have all the details right now, but but trust me, you, you are in good shape. <laughs> Listen, you know what? Let me let me borrow this money from you. Do this thing for me. But you know what? I see marriage in our future. Mm. So they they sort of hijack the emotions with I see marriage in the future. So then, oh wait a minute, I better jump through these hoops of flame that they want right. because eventually I'll get what I want. Eventually I'll get what I want. So. Guys, girls, this is just food for thought. I mean, we've got a little bit more that we could go down, but you just want to be careful that when you run into an emotional blackmailer that you get, um, that you understand the steps of what's going on and that you don't get yourself, excuse me, trapped in this thing. So the three things that blind you with emotional blackmailers are fog, fear, obligation, and guilt. So just remember those things. We'll finish this conversation at a later date. Make it a great day. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Progressive presents Get Pumped. Inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.